Hey, y'all! Today I am celebrating six months alcohol free. Woohoo! Go me! I am celebrating with sugar because basically I just replaced one vice with another, but that's okay. Baby steps, right? Welcome to Heal and Grow with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki Kraminga Hill. Here we talk about everything grief, hope, illness, work, family, tragedy, possibilities, fun stuff, and not so fun stuff. It's all on the table. Let's take a look at our lives and work to heal and grow together. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, thanks so much for being here with me today. I am going to talk about my rock bottom with alcohol story. I am celebrating six months sober. I have been sober this long one other time. I think I actually was sober for seven months before. This was maybe mm, two years ago, but I stopped drinking before to see if it would help me feel any better with my energy levels. This is before I knew that I had myalgic encephalomyelitis, Uh, And I didn't know at that time that I actually wasn't going to be getting any more energy back. So when I stopped before, I didn't feel better. And then my dear friend, Michael, passed away. And that night I decided to drink again. And I was drinking for, gosh, a year and a half until my quote unquote rock bottom episode (laughs) happened. But today I'm just talking about my rock bottom story. I'll have a lot of things to talk about in the future about being sober or alcohol free or whatever you want to call it. I sort of go back and forth between what I say. Sometimes I say I'm sober. Sometimes I say I don't drink anymore. Sometimes I say I'm alcohol free. It doesn't really matter what it is. It just means that I'm not drinking. So eventually I'll talk more about that and more about my history with alcohol. But Today, I'm just going to tell you the story about what happened in December of 2022 to make me stop drinking. I've told this story mm, a handful of times to just a few people, and I have had really interesting reactions. There's been maybe, mm, I would say, one of two ways that people react. The first way is that people start laughing, which is just very interesting to me. And the other way is that people have been like, oh my God, oh no. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like it's the most dramatic thing ever. And I suppose potentially it could have been had things gone worse than they did. Anyway, I've just had two very different reactions and it's just been sort of fascinating. And so as you listen to this today, I just want you to notice how you react. Do you think it's funny? Or do you think it's horrible? Or are you somewhere in between? And I don't need to know your answer to that. But it's just been really fascinating to get reactions from people. So, you know, however, however you react, just, just notice that in yourself. So on December 19th of 2022, so just this last December, I was invited to my friend's surprise 60th birthday party. And it was a very small invite list. Like, maybe 10 or 15 people. And I was very honored to be included in this. And I only knew maybe two, three, 
maybe two or three of the other invited guests. So I just thought it was super cool that I was invited. And I'll just be perfectly honest with you. My plan was to walk in the door and grab a drink right away. I drink, I drank, because I have major social anxiety, even though it doesn't seem like it, but I do. And I just thought, I'm going to have a drink right away to help me relax and feel more comfortable around strangers. So the second I walked in the door, I had a drink in my hand and she hadn't arrived yet. So I was mingling with people and it was going really well. And then as soon as she got there, her husband brought like this mega bottle of champagne. I have not seen like a real bottle of champagne this big in my whole entire life. So I have my first drink in one hand and I have this glass of champagne in another. And so I'm two-fisting it. People keep coming around and refilling my champagne glass, to which I said, yes, thank you very much. So I don't really know how much I drank. At one point, I was done with the champagne. I was done with my previous drink, which I think was maybe like a two gingers. And then I had another one. And the last thing that I remember is I was eating birthday cake. That is the last memory that I have. So I wake up the next morning in just my undies. And this is unusual because it was December. And I am very, very cold in the winter. I usually go to sleep with jammies, socks, two or three blankets. I mean, to be only in my underwear in the middle of the winter was very unusual for me. And I I wake up and I notice right away, hmm, I'm just in my underwear. And I notice that my head hurts. And I start to move a little bit. And I notice that my left ankle hurts. I fall back asleep. I can't even say I fell back asleep. I passed out again. Woke up, tried to move my ankle again, couldn't move it, passed out again. Woke up for a third time. I don't know what time it is, maybe 8, 8.30 in the morning. And I noticed that Paul and Snow are out of bed. So I decided I'm going to get out of bed too. So I get out of bed and I cannot put any weight at all on my ankle. Nothing. I'm like, oh, crap, it's broken. So I literally crawl across our bedroom floor and I get to the top of our stairs and I just yell down, did I drive? And Paul says, nope. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because I drove there. It's like, okay, thank God I didn't, I didn't drive. And so I yell down, well, how did I get home? And Paul said, somebody dropped you off. I'm like, oh, oh my God. I mean, I'm assuming it's somebody from the party that dropped me off. But what if it, what if it wasn't? Like, how the hell did I get home? And so I just start crying. I'm sitting on the top of my stairs, almost naked, crying. And Paul comes up to the top of the stairs. And I just said, I guess I have to quit drinking for good. And Paul just nodded. And that nod was the only thing I needed to sort of solidify that I was going to stop drinking. 
and it took a while for me to put the pieces together of what had happened. So I got info from Paul and then also from my friend whose birthday it was. She had texted at one point in the morning saying, oh my gosh, that was so fun. Thank you so much for coming to my birthday. And I was like, yeah, it was a, it was a blast. How did I get home? <laughs> so I pieced everything together. So here's what actually happened. When I got to the party the night before, I put my shoes and my coat in one room. And then for some reason that I do not understand, although I think it potentially saved my life or the life of someone else, I put my purse in a separate room. I put my purse in the kitchen and my purse had my car keys in it. I had my phone on me. So purse and car keys are in one room. Shoes and coat are in another room. I decided to leave the party and I don't have my purse and I don't have my car keys with me, but I've got my shoes and my jacket and I go outside and apparently, according to my friend who saw this, I thought that I had dropped my keys in the snow. So I'm digging around looking for my keys. Can't find them. I don't know how long I was outside. Can't find my keys anywhere because they're inside the house. And my friend says, well, we'll take you home tonight. We'll take you home. So she and her husband drive me home. I guess also when I was out there looking for my keys, it was very icy. Plus, I was blackout drunk. I guess I fell. So they bring me home. I get home and I'm talking to Paul and I'm too hot. So I take off all my clothes except for my underwear in the kitchen. And while I'm doing that, I fall. At some point during the night while I'm asleep, I fall out of my bed. I did not wake up from this. I was so blackout drunk that I fell out of my bed. And then at one point I get up to go to the bathroom. Our bathroom is downstairs. And I fall down the stairs. So at some point in all of that, I injure myself. I injure my ankle, which is devastating to me because I hurt myself. I'm a dancer, so I have to be able to use my legs. I was, or, I was also choreographing a show during that time, so I was like, oh, crap, I'm not going to be able to choreograph my show. And to sidebar, I sprained my ankle. I can tell you about that in a second. But this was right at, you know, around Christmas time. So we're seeing Paul's family. We're seeing a lot of friends. And people are like, what did you do to your ankle? I'm like, oh, I sprained it falling down the stairs, which could have been true. I mean, I wasn't exactly lying, but I don't really know at what point I hurt myself. You know, was it out in the street? Was it falling out of bed? Was it falling down in the kitchen? Was it falling down the stairs? I mean, the fact that I'm not more injured than I am is literally a miracle. I literally was like, thank you, baby Jesus. This is a miracle. 
I drive back to the house where the party was. I get my purse. I get my keys. And I drive myself to the emergency room where they do a bunch of tests and x-rays and it's only sprained. So that's where the miracle comes in. And I was in and out of a boot for a while. I was on and off crutches for a while. And still to this day, I sometimes get some pain in my left ankle. And when that happens, instead of getting frustrated, I just say, hey, thanks world for the reminder that I'm not someone who should drink. For the first two months, maybe, it was really, really, really hard to just sort of grapple with what happened. And yes, it could have been so much worse. It really could have been. And I'm, and I'm grateful that it wasn't worse. But it was bad enough. Haven't had a drink since. I don't plan on it. Those first couple of days, weeks maybe, I was just so depressed. And I just thought, oh God, it could have been horrible. Like, I can't do this to myself. I can't do this to my family. I can't do this to my husband. Like, what would he say? Oh, yeah, you know. Nikki had too much to drink again and hurt herself or killed herself or killed someone else. And I know this sounds super ridiculous, but I was thinking, like, how is Snowball going to live without her mom? And if you listen to last week's podcast and you listen to her adoption story and how horrible her life was before Paul and I came to the scene, you'll understand why I was so worried about the dog she's barking can you hear her right now (laughs) she said mom i don't want to live without a mom (laughs) so yeah i stopped and sometimes it's really 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 hard especially when i'm at a party or in a situation where i'm really anxious but I'm, you know, I'm doing it. I'm staying sober, and it absolutely is a one-day-at-a-time sort of situation. I have not had a lot of extra help, which is something that I could talk about another time. I could talk about how I'm staying sober. But mostly I'm just remembering that I want to be here. You know, I, I want to be here for myself. I want to be here for myself, and I want to be here for my family And I want to be here for my former and potential future students, you know, and so I'm staying, I'm staying sober. And again, even though it wasn't quote unquote that bad, it was still pretty bad. And honestly, looking back, something bad needed to happen in order for me to stop and I get a little embarrassed by that. Like, really? You need something bad to happen? But I but I did. I needed to be shown in no uncertain terms that alcohol just isn't for me. And I was shown that. And I'm very grateful that the message came where I didn't hurt anyone. I barely hurt myself. And I count myself so fortunate for that. I'm very grateful for Paul 
and my sober friends that I can count on at any moment of the day. It just really is a good thing. It's a good thing for me to not drink. And I'm happy to be on the other side of this, even though it's really difficult. I remember that day when I was like, I'm not drinking again. I kept thinking, just think about how you're going to feel in one year. Keep your, keep your eyes there. In one year, you're going to be so stinking proud of yourself. And I'm really stinking proud of myself now at six months. And I'm just going to keep going. And I'm going to keep racking up the time. And I'm just really privileged to be in this space right now. But man, it was hard. It is hard. And the years leading up to this have been difficult with my drinking habits, which again, I'll share later. But I just wanted to tell you the story about why I stopped drinking. I mean, there's a million reasons, but but this was the the pinnacle. This was the thing that happened that made me say, oh my God, I have to stop poisoning myself and poisoning my brain and poisoning my life. So I really, really appreciate you listening today. I always appreciate you listening, but especially to this episode, it's really, um, it can be hard to talk about, you know, I'm not proud. I'm not proud of it at all, but I'm also not ashamed. I was at one point, but I'm not ashamed anymore. I became addicted to an addictive substance. You know, alcohol was created to get us addicted, to get us to spend more money. End of story. And really, no amount of alcohol is okay for us. And so I'm just happy to say that I don't have any flowing through my body. As I said before, I have a lot of sugar flowing through my body, which also is not great. But, you know, one vice at a time. I would love to speak for your book club or to do any type of speaking engagement at your church, women's retreat, anything like that, please reach out. Uh, you can email me at Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can also contact me there if you want to chat about this episode or if you have ideas for future episodes. I'm going to start doing interviews soon. I just needed to get this first chunk of podcasts under my belt feel confident, to feel like I know what I'm doing. So interviews will be coming soon. I'm really looking forward to that. If you like my work and you'd like to buy me a coffee, I will leave the link in the show description. It just sends you to a page where you can toss me five, ten bucks if you'd like, and I use that money to buy my coffee or, you know, pay my bills. I hope you are doing well, my friends. I hope you have a great week planned, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in and growing with me today. Bye.